love, kindness, human connection. These are some of the things we talk about on the Danny Painter Show. It's a thing. This show is intended for a more mature audience. We might sometimes say bad words. This week on the Danny Painter Show, homeostasis. I speak to Michelle Campbell from Green Cat Health. We talk about CBD, we talk about eating, sleeping, and all the things that we can do to bring ourselves to optimum health. Port Elizabeth, Cape Town. We're going to stay in Cape Town, I think, this whole month. I think everyone I've spoken to has been from Cape Town, um, uh-huh. which is either the universe telling me that I do at some point need to move or... <laughs> That Cape Town is just like the best place ever. Anyway, so Michelle Campbell is is on a Zoom, um, and we're gonna be talking all things health, wellness, mindfulness, like mind. I feel like you're gonna be a mind, mind, body, soul. soul. Mm, you see, I knew there was, I knew there was a. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Michelle is the owner and um, creator and CEO and financial person behind Green Cats Health. And it is everything health, uh, but I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you tell us about what Green Cat Health. Okay, where do I start? Okay, so Green Cat Health is an integrated healthcare solutions business in a nutshell. We specialize, as you mentioned, as we said now, in mind, body, and soul healing, because we know, no, no, beyond a shadow of a doubt that the three are connected. In fact, illness and disease starts in the spirit when the soul, it takes hold in the mind, it gets fed in the mind. And then because it's energy and energy has to go somewhere, it then pops up and physically manifests itself in the physical body as illness and disease. So when we treat, we have to treat all three. So our healthcare solutions are very much around mind, body, soul, getting the root, getting to the root of the problem. We very much around gut health as well. The gut is the second part, second, second brain, as we call it. Um, equally, even more important than the, the brain and the, and the head, because the gut produces 90% of the chemicals and hormones that your body needs to function. And it's also home to your immune system. So if your gut is out of whack, you are going to be an unhealthy person. So our treatment protocols are very much around getting the gut healthy, getting the gut right, and getting the gut, the body's factory, so to speak, producing everything that the body needs again. And then those chemicals and hormones are sent to the brain via what we call the vagus nerve. So it all starts in the gut. All disease, all illness starts in the gut. So we are a solutions-based, for lack of a better word, um, health solutions-based company, and we like to specialize in the really difficult cases. In fact, um, there's a bit of a passion of mine, people that have effectively been sent home to die or stage four cancer, no hope, doctors have written them off. Um, then they come to us and we like to help get them back to health because the body has the most incredible ability to heal itself. It's just so we interfere with that process. So we give you everything at Green Cat Health. We give you everything you need from start to finish, from diagnosis right through to uh, what we call homeostasis. Where, where That's the state where we want to take you. Homeostasis is where everything in the body is working in perfect 
alignment and you are healthy and you are balanced, you're emotionally balanced, you're physically balanced, you're spiritually balanced, you are in homeostasis. So that's where we want to take you. So we look at each case individually. As I said, we specialize in the really difficult ones. We treat humans and animals. Um, absolutely love, love, love the animal side of things. Animals work exactly the same as us. They work, they made up of a mind, body, and a soul. Everything happens in the gut. So they are exactly the same as us. And when we start talking about the CBD and the endocannabinoid system, that's another thing we share with animals. They also have an endocannabinoid system. So they also respond really well to treatment with CBD products. So in a nutshell, well, this is not a nutshell. Uh, we are a company that specializes in healthcare and mind, body, and soul healthcare more specifically. So we're treatment-based and we help you also understand what's going on with your health and we get you involved in that process. I Okay, you are... A lot of information. You are going to save us. I feel like this is exactly what we need to hear right now and I feel like like tomorrow we're going to be good again. I know it doesn't actually work that way, but um, a little bit about your your background maybe. Um, I read I read um, from your incredible PR, uh, Clayton Marar, that you started this a couple of years ago with four grand and that's it. Now you are this massive, massive group of, 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 of stores and companies helping so many people. Please talk to me about, because I feel like, one doesn't just happen upon this journey. Something must happen to you that's that's either yes. traumatic or health-related for you to go, no, 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 I'm going to first fix myself and then hang yes. on, I can fix everyone. So tell yes. me about that. And then also, like, I'm here for a woman, a female entrepreneur doing the things. <laughs> So I've always wanted to be a healer for as long as I can remember. I am a healer. Um, started with healing my dolls and my animals <laughs> at a very young age. And um, I, I was either doctor or vet. That was kind of where I wanted to go with my life. But unfortunately, um, I wasn't blessed with a, with a mathematical brain. <laughs> So that was out of the question. So I went to actually study PR, but in the background, I always had health and wellness running. I've always been a green health advocate. I've always been a cannabis advocate. And when I was about 19 years old, I was introduced to cannabis as most students are um, recreationally and socially. And um, a group of friends and I would, would, would smoke at my home on the odd occasion. And I had a really old dog who was full of arthritis and full of pain and she could hardly walk. And whenever we'd smoke around her and she'd always be around, she would come to life and suddenly she'd be pain-free and she'd run around like a, like a young dog. And it was at that point I realized, like, hang on a minute, there's more to this plant than, um, you know, just the recreational uses. And it started a lifelong mission for the truth because I'm a seeker of the truth. I wanted to know the truth about health and wellness and why are certain things kept from us and why are we not, um, you know, helping more people with cancers, for example, when we know what the cure is, we know that nature holds the cure. Why is this information being kept from us? Why are we not learning about nutrition? Why are we not learning about all these things? So it, it became a lifelong mission of mine always sort of running in the background to find out about health and wellness and the fact that nature has everything we need to heal. And why is this 
being kept from us. So it became a mission of mine to, to share this information. And there was a time in my life that I did treat myself out of a very, very um, serious illness. About five years ago, I had a routine operation, which went absolutely fine. But unfortunately, septicemia set in. And um, I was rushed back to hospital and septicemia has got about a 30% survival rate and I was not looking good. I was not in a good place. And I actually started to treat myself while in the hospital and I managed to turn the corner. And again, it was at that point that I said, I need to do this full time. (laughs) And about four years ago, getting back to where we started, I decided that I was going to do this full time and I started making herbal medicines for friends and family again. And word got out and people started seeing such amazing results that very soon I had people knocking on my door all at night and day, all all hours of the day and night. I had people knocking my door looking for the medicines that I was making. And then I realized I needed to open my first store. (laughs) And that was in St. Francis Bay. And yeah, so then that was, you know, um, four years later, five years later, we are, uh, word of mouth did so much of this. People just buying the medicine, seeing the results, helping themselves heal, healing a loved one. Um, we've had the most incredible cases of people healing themselves from cancers, um, arthritis, diabetes. We treat a lot of autism, um, all sorts. Um, we had a, a lady who had scheduled for a f- had foot amputation. She had really bad gangrene. She started using our product for a week and they ended up saving the foot so these are the stories that became the success of the business and people would share this with their friends and family and before I knew it I had such a demand for these products I had to open an online store I had to get agents to resell these products into their communities to their friends and family Um, I had to open more stores so it's been crazy. And we started off with about three or four products um, in the range. We're now over 100 products. Wow. And we're treating anything and everything from weight loss to uh, infertility to you name it. It's basically taking people from ill health or disease, ill health, to, as we said, homeostasis, that place of perfect health and wellness. And here okay. we are. <laughs> so yeah, the four grand was basically me deciding to buy myself a little machine, little piece of equipment um, that heats up the herbs, the dry herbs. It's called a botanical extractor. It's a very nifty little piece of equipment. Um, it was the first one that I bought to kind of get back into this, back into my training, all the things that I'd learned over the years and years and years with my herbalist and my Ayurvedic training. And I bought some dry ingredients. I sold those products and purchased more products. And yeah, here we are. We went from there. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the the herbalist training and the Ayurvedic training. Um, I, I've been really interested in, in both of those for many, many, many years. And I find okay. my best friend is definitely not. Uh, she errs on the side of science and I err on the side of okay. crystals and, and hippie shit is, is what she uh-huh. says. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm that. all here for it. Um uh, I wanted I want to talk to you about that because I've I've read about it and I've I've tried to understand it and I've tried to like incorporate some of it into my life as much as I can. But obviously you you've actually studied it. So the herbalism is really just working with herbs and herbs by definition is anything that grows. 
It's not necessarily just the rosemary and the lavender that we're all familiar with. It is basically anything that grows that comes out of the ground. And traditionally and technically in herbalism, we can use everything um, of the plant from the roots right to the tip. We use the, the leaves, we use the shoots, we use the baby plants, we use the stems, we use the stalks, the seeds, the flowers, the buds, all of it, all of it gets used unless it's poisonous, of course. Um, and the idea really is simple. And that is that your body is just made up of a whole lot of chemicals and hormones reacting to each other. And every chemical and hormone that your body is able to produce, we find perfectly mimicked in nature. Mm. We just have to go and harness it, put it into a form that the body can use and put it into the body. And our molecular structure, if you get down to the science things, science part of things, our molecular structure, the structure of our molecules perfectly match the structure of herbs. Um, you know, if you look at the two under a microscope. So there is definitely a place where the two can meet, where science and, um, you know, the more woo-woo stuff <laughs> can meet. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we just need to have an understanding of each other. But basically, and it, it is as simple as nature has everything that we need to keep ourselves healthy. Mm. Um, and that is brain health. That's, you know, to keep our skeletal system healthy, our muscular system, our central nervous system, our immune system, our sleep and wake cycles, all of those things can be treated from nature. And where the body is lacking, where the body is not producing something that it should or can produce on its own, we also turn to nature. And we drip feed that, we call it microdosing, we microdose that into the body to kickstart the body to produce that chemical or hormone again. Where that differs from conventional medication is that that comes into the body and it suppresses mm -hmm. and it destroys and it replaces. And we never want to do that in the body. So that's the herbalism side of things. And that plays very nicely into the Ayurvedic side of things. And Ayurveda is the oldest form of healing on the planet. It's around 5,000 years old. Um, most of us are familiar with conventional medicine or your sort of more modern medicine, which has been around for about 100 years. And then we know about Chinese medicine, which has been around for about 3,000 years. And then we have our Vedic medicine, which has been around for about 5,000 years. Wow. It comes from India and it's very much based around the mind, the body and the soul and how the three are connected. And when we heal, we first treat the soul, the problem that's going on with the emotions, the emotional matrix of the person. We then treat the mind, which is feeding the illness, and then we treat the illness and the symptoms. So we have to incorporate all three. Otherwise, the person will not heal and those symptoms will keep popping up. Okay. For example, your liver is where you store all of your anger. So if you're a very angry person and you're very inclined to rages and outbursts, you there's something going on with your liver. Your liver is compromised. Your liver is crying for help. Okay. So, yeah. And, and then, okay, so then how, so how do we, okay, so say now, normal human being, nine to five, um, rat race, kids, mom, job, dogs, house, bulls, life, pandemic, right? We're all tired. We all spend far too much time in front of a screen. None of us are um, eating well, drinking well. No. We're all far no. too caffeinated, dehydrated, yes. and probably not that healthy. Where do no. we even begin? 
Well, it starts with a shift in the mind. Um, And Hippocrates famously said that in order to heal someone, you have to ask them whether they are prepared to give up the things that have made them sick. (laughs) And until people reach that point, they're not ready to heal. And especially when we get to the diet side of things and you say to people, well, actually your body is not designed for wheat, dairy, gluten, sugar, and processed foods. Then they go like, oh, no, no, I can't. Oh, no, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Just, just give me a pull and make me healthy and don't expect me to do anything. So, again, our treatment protocols, although we tell you what to do and we give you all the tools and we give you the supplements and we give you all the treatments, very much of it has got to be with you and your mind shift and, and you being ready to give up the things that have made you sick. And 99% of the time it's diet because what you're putting in here is ending up in your health, in your system. Yeah. You are effectively what you eat. So, people think that they can't help when it comes to shifting their health and they think that all the the answers lie with doctors. It's not true. You are responsible for your health and it starts with you. So we start with the basics. We do what we call a lifestyle audit. We look at everything that's going on in your life, in your environment. Um, what What are the things causing the stress? What are the things keeping you so busy? What are the things that are possibly putting toxins into your body from the things that you're eating to the things in your environment? We look at the whole picture and we see what needs to be eliminated first and foremost we get your gut health working again Mm. and we get you sleeping again and if we can just get those things right to start um invariably we kick start a um a health journey or a willingness to want to get healthy in the person okay let's talk about gut health because i think diet is totally underrated but also very overwhelming and confusing because if you go on the internet and and you're trying to be better at something right it is so overwhelming michelle to look at it and go am i going to be paleo macrobiotic should i be doing blood type diet like are we vegan what What exactly you know what i'm saying right so let's start with the things that you should not be eating right and we call these for every human being, these things are not designed for our bodies, okay? okay? Just no exceptions. Wheat, dairy, okay, big one, big, big, big problem for most people. It's designed for baby cows, people. Yep. It is not designed for humans, okay? And that goes for anything with dairy in it. <laughs> sugar, sugar is a big one. It's a big, big, big problem. It is the biggest gateway drug on the planet. I don't care what anyone says. And we use it as a reward system with our children. So sugar is a big problem, right? It it just if you could see what it does to your cells, if you could because your health is determined by the you're, you're made up of millions of cells, and in those cells there is a fluid, and your health is determined by the quality of the fluid in your cells. So the better quality, the better health you're in. And the younger you look as well. I mean, that's directly linked to your health is your aging process. So if we could see what sugar does to our bodies, we would never put it into our bodies, but we were oblivious, right? And it's packaged all beautifully and it's rammed down our throats at every turn and it just tastes so darn good. But we have a massive pandemic that nobody's talking about with liver disease with children because of corn syrup. It's called fractionated corn syrup, and it's in absolutely everything that is sweetened. Mm -hmm. And the liver cannot metabolize this toxin that has been put into the body. So we have five-year-olds running around with liver disease. And if the liver is backed up, 
and toxic, the whole body is out of whack. Yeah. So diet is so, so, so important. So wheat, dairy, gluten, sugar, processed foods, generally anything that comes in a box and that has a label shouldn't go into your body. So that's the first thing that everybody can do. They can clean up the diet and it is overwhelming. So I suggest people start with one thing at a time. Get rid of sugar this week. Next week, you tackle dairy. Next week, you tackle gluten. If you can just get rid of those things just to start, right? Because what those things do They're inflammation-forming foods, and they directly affect the health of your gut. They cause what is called candida in the gut. Now, your gut is a beautiful, delicate piece of equipment, and it's got millions and millions of little fine little hairs that run up and down the gut walls. And each little hair is responsible for a chemical or hormone that your body needs. Now, what happens is when you put these inflammation-forming foods into your body, it causes a yeast overgrowth in the gut called candida, and all these little hairs become clogged, and they cannot make or produce what they need to produce. And what the knock-on response is to the body is an autoimmune response. And then we get your your eczemas and your asthmas and your psoriasis and your PCOS and your fibromyalgias and your diabetes. It's all in the gut. Wow. So if you can just clean up the diet, immediately people start seeing within two weeks of just cleaning up the diet, they start feeling different. And people that do have autoimmune diseases or autoimmune responses will see a direct connection to their diet. They know on the days that they have more more dairy and more sugar, the eczema flares up or the asthma flares up. Red wine. You know, so exactly, the gout flares up. So the body is directly responding to what you're putting in it then what we do is we try and give you the supplements to help you through this process while your body's detoxing and resetting itself then we look and see what is the body still lacking what is the body not yet producing itself and we put that into the body so we never want to do any further harm we just want to aid the body to start doing what it needs to do yeah So everybody is responsible for what they put into their own mouth, (laughs) effectively. Um, When it comes to our children, I want to scream when I see overweight children because it is actually a form of child abuse. I know a lot of people will be triggered by that, but it really, really is. You know, we need to teach our children about nutrition and how important gut health is and how important it is what you put into your body, what you feed in your system. Yeah. I, you know, this is so important for me. I'm, I'm not a mom. I don't plan on being a mom and that's my choice, but I am an aunt and I have the most incredible little humans in and around my world. And I, I was very blessed. My, my parents were always very fruit and veg focused. Um, not a lot of dairy in the house. It was always cheese. There's always cheese in every house, but you know, growing up, I don't think they, they, they had the tools like we have today. Um, And as I grew and became more aware of what I was putting into my body, purely for vanity reasons, because my nan always said, your skin shows what you eat, right? So 100%. It's the last exit point of your body. So I was in water and veggies and avos and nuts and all of the things. And the more I started to do that, the more I started to realize that the people around me in my age group had no idea because- Where, where I luckily came from a very vain, your face is what you've got. You've got to look after it. Um, the money maker, baby. Yeah, it's the money maker, <laughs> right? Um, everyone else was kind of just eating, eating 
eating was a an outing. Eating was a right. thing. Right. But we've we've created this societal structure where eating and drinking, it's not let's not discount alcohol. Eating and drinking is such a big part of who we are. It's how we socialize, it's how we get together, it's cooking, it's eating, it's you know, that whole restaurant experience. Yeah. And you know, one can almost say the powers of being knew this. Um, they knew how important gut health is, you know. I always say keep the gut health unhealthy and keep the pineal gland cut off and you've effectively got a robotic person. You can keep them, you know, they'll do anything that you want them to do. Yeah. Um, the moment the gut health is firing on all cylinders and the pineal gland, the third eye is open, you've got a different kind of person. Yeah. And their health is their health is different as well. So our diets and health and the food industry plays a massive part in the fight that we fight every day because people will come to me and they'll go, well, make me healthy, but don't tell me I need to give up cheese or don't tell me I need to give up bread. And then I'm like, well, then you're going to stay sick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know, and, and the amount of children, it makes me so sad because they're getting into such bad habits. The people are not connecting the dots. They're not connecting the dots that what I put in here mm. is going to show in my house. But you, you nailed it. You actually said it. Um, how, it's like every six months, our cells, our whole body, I think it is, has regenerated. And it's 90 from, days, 90 days, 90 days. It's from what you put in that you're right. regenerating. So you right. get to choose, you get to choose. Are you going to be oily, greasy, dairy, grossly, like yes you're going to look at or are right. you vibrant healthy um and um, exactly. that doesn't necessarily mean that we must all be raw vegan um i think no no you can eat clean and still eat meat yeah um that's a personal choice um you just need to obviously know the source of the meat and make sure that it's not full of chemicals and hormones and that sort of thing but rather that than eating something that comes out of a box for example yeah um so yeah you as you say you've always got that choice you've always got that choice so no matter where you are in your health no matter what state of health you're in even if you're stage five being sent home to die you can turn your health around you can hit the reset button on your body you can effectively turn your cells from unhealthy cells back into healthy cells but unfortunately what happens is the moment people get sick and they go to their doctor they get chemical pharmaceutical medication and they put that into their system and it just takes them further and further away from health yeah because it messes with the gut health so there's a whole chain reaction and your gut health is directly connected to your state of mind because remember your dopamine and your endorphins and all of those nice things we feel good drugs are made in your gut so if you are somebody that's really down and and prone to depression it's because your body is not producing the chemicals and hormones it needs so yeah you can change your life so we've spoken about the things that you shouldn't eat, right, for your guts and, and for, for hmm. just your body as a whole. What should we be eating more of <clears throat> that perhaps we're not? Well, you know, if we really get down to the nuts and bolts of it, we're supposed to eat living foods like animals. We're supposed to, if you take an apple, for example, by the time you get it from the supermarket and you take home and two days later you eat it, you're only getting about 10% of the nutritional value that that apple actually has to give you mm. because it, it loses so much in the process. Um, uh, fruits and veg have what we call phytonutrients in them. And, and that 
that's something that the body really, really needs. So if we pick that apple and within 30 minutes we're consuming it, then we're getting just about all of the phytonutrients. So we want to try and eat as close as to, close to the source as possible. Okay. You know, I mean, it would be wonderful if we could all grow our own fruit and vegetables and that sort of thing. So that's not really, really possible. So you want to go for farmer's markets. You want to go for as much fruit and veg as you can, as much unprocessed things as you can, um, supplements, good supplements. So what you're lacking in your diet as far as nutrition is concerned, you, you're supplementing your body with. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, as I said, a, a, a nice piece of um uh, meat on the on the plate um if you're a meat eater or a nice piece of fish so a nice piece of protein with some nice veg um fruit uh you know that sort of thing really i mean as close to what nature has to offer as possible is what you want to do raw foods um and and a lot of people just balk at this idea they're like i can't eat like this this is so far removed to what i'm used to eating but the moment they start introducing things like this in their diet and their body starts responding they start seeing the results you know i've seen huge meat eaters go completely vegan so yeah i mean as 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 close to the source as possible as as you can possibly get Okay, so let's talk about the supplements. Let's talk about the green stuff because um, we. Okay. I come from a family that that all smoke it. Uh, most, okay. most of them smoke it. I get paranoid, so I don't smoke it. I stay far away from it. But I have been um, exploring CBD of late because I have very, very insanely bad anxiety, and I've had it from when I was little, little, little. Um, and I do find that CBD definitely takes the edge off for sure, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. helps me sleep better. And mm-hmm. I find that I'm getting less nighttime panic attacks. So talk to mm-hmm. me a little bit about um, <clears throat> the wonderful green plant that we, we don't celebrate enough, I don't think. Well, there is a, there's a reason why this wonderful plant has been kept from us. And it's because of all of its wonderful healing properties. And your body is made up of different systems. It has a um, central nervous system. It has a um, skeletal system. It has a muscular system. It has all different systems that are supposed to sort of work symbiotically with each other. And then it has one overarching system called the endocannabinoid system. Now, this system is made up of millions and millions of tiny little cannabinoid receptors, little feelers, little receptors throughout your body, even your skin, even in your skin. And these little receptors in this system needs cannabinoids. Is the cannabinoids is what feeds the system. Now we get cannabinoids from the cannabis plant. So cannabinoids are the chemical compounds found in the cannabis plant. The two biggest ones we know of is CBD and THC. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that now. So, and it's important not to separate the two. So we need cannabinoids. And one can actually even argue that we are cannabinoid deficient or cannabis deficient, just like you can be vitamin D deficient or calcium deficient. We are cannabinoid deficient because our endocannabinoid system is not getting what it needs. And there's a massive knock on to the body. So when we start putting small doses of cannabinoids into our system and it finds all those little receptors, the cannabinoids and the receptors come together and the healing happens. 
So effectively what cannabis oil, CBD oil does is it promotes homeostasis in the body. So it will seek out imbalances, whether it's pain, whether it's inflammation, whether it's sleep and wake cycles are out of balance, whatever it is, it will correct those imbalances. And that's why it helps with so many things. And that's why there's nothing else like it, because it's only the cannabinoids in there that feeds the endocannabinoid system. And as I said earlier, animals share this with us. They also have an endocannabinoid system they actually have twice the amount of receptors we do. So they respond even better to treatment. Yeah. Um, so it's very important that this system is kept healthy and kept fed. And in fact, when we are pregnant, we create cannabinoids in our breast milk. And it's one of the first things if we are breastfed that we will get from our mothers in our mother's breast milk, we will get cannabinoids to feed our endocannabinoid system. And then the idea is that we have small doses of cannabis in our diets for the rest of time. But obviously this was kept from us and this plant was kept from us and we're now all starved of this plant and now suddenly we've discovered it again and we've, we, you know, we all just want to get it into our bodies as quickly as we can. However, what is happening at the moment is they are separating the, the, the compounds in the plant. They're separating the CBD and the THC. And that is not helping people heal. It's not helping them heal. So when you choose a CBD oil, it is important to check the source and make sure that it has the CBD and the THC in it. And that it is, in fact, from the cannabis plant and not the hemp plant. Okay. So it is important that we all have small doses of cannabinoids in our diet. And the best way to get it into our bodies that we find is in an oil, in a carrier, under the tongue, so that the body can ingest it. Small dose every day, we call it microdosing. Just a small dose every day, preferably when you go to bed, when your body's in a restful state. Okay. And that will keep your endocannabinoid system healthy. And that's I was gonna that's, ask that's you, all we need. I was going to ask you about that because I don't like being high and the THC is obviously the high part of that. You do need the THC, yes. Okay. But you're going to get it in microdoses. Remember when you're smoking, you're getting a huge amount of THC at a time. Yeah. When you're microdosing with oil, first of all, if you take it at bedtime, you're going to sleep through any high. And secondly, um, you're taking it in such small doses. It's, you know, you're not going to get the high effect. You're not going to get psychoactive effects, but you're going to get the healing properties. Okay. So that's effectively, and it builds up in the system. Anything that you microdose in your system, it builds up in the system. Okay. How do we know which one, how much, what to do with it? Because I mean, there's topical, there's under the tongue, there's the drops, there's that, how, how do we know? Well, first of all, it's important that it is cannabis oil then and that it's not hemp oil. And it should tell you that on the bottle, right? A lot of people are just seeing the word CBD and they're going, oh, this is what I need. Yeah, this, I and know. they're taking it and they're going, but it's not doing anything. Yeah. So hemp is a derivative of cannabis, um, but it is an industrial hemp. It has its own uses, but more along the lines of textiles and biofuels and that sort of thing. It's, it doesn't have enough chemical compounds in it to heal the endocannabinoid system. So firstly, you want something that has CBD and TH in it, and we call that full spectrum. In other words, everything that was in the plants is now in the oil. So that's the first thing that it needs to be. Then secondly, you cannot overdose. So 
your body will simply take what it needs. It's great. It's fantastic. I mean, no one has ever died from the use of cannabis <laughs> or any cannabis-based products. Your body will simply take what it needs. If you take too much, you will simply sleep it off. That's all. But ideally, you want small doses consistently is optimum if you're sick or you're injured or you've just had an operation you can up your dose and it will help you heal it'll help you recover faster it'll help you with whatever you your body's going through but your optimum maintenance dose is a small dose daily under the tongue and that's it that's all you have to do and we can get the 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 both of them from you right green at green cats yeah from our online store green cat health um, and then the, the, the skin, obviously, when we use it topically, that's for different uses. The skin is full of cannabinoid receptors. So we heal beautifully from dry skin, wrinkles, psoriasis, eczema. Uh, I've even treated burn victims beautifully because the skin heals when we put any, uh, the cannabinoids onto the skin. My stoners are going to kill me for not asking you this. So I have to ask you this. Is... <laughs> smoking it every day are we getting the same benefits from it no technically not um and listen i'm 420 for life but (laughs) um no because you're not getting an you're only getting that little bit of um smoke absorption through the lungs so for somebody that's anxiety prone like yourself smoking is good however you may just want to play around with different strains because there might be certain strains like an indica strain that is more prone to paranoia whereas a sativa is you know would have a different effect on you so smoking is good for certain things i mean in in a lot of instances it's better than drinking a bottle of wine when you get home you know so it's good for stress it's good for anxiety it's good for sleeplessness and all those sort of things but not technically if you if you're dealing with an illness or a disease, okay. no, you, you wouldn't get enough of the plant into the body that way. Okay. So for example, one of them have um, high blood pressure and, and are struggling with that at the moment to control that. And they're, they're smoking consistently every day. So you would then smoke and take drops or. Yes. Yes. Wife? Don't stop the smoking. The smoking works for you and you enjoy it and it's your thing. Keep smoking, but <laughs> then just add some oil at night to your bedtime routine. Okay. And it, it, it works beautifully for high blood pressure. Incidentally. Okay, so last thing while you're fixing all of us and making us all healthy, wealthy, and and good, (laughs) um, bedtime routines. Let's talk about this because I don't think very important. I don't think we talk about this enough. Um, I think that when we're little, we have naps and we we do the sleeping thing, and then as we get older, it's almost like a badge of honor to have eye bags and be tired um, and look (laughs) look exhausted, right? Because that means (laughs) hustling. So tell us about sleep because I know that this is super important. So important, as important as gut health. There's two very very important chemicals that your body produces. And the one is called serotonin and the other one is called melatonin. And it's a combination of your pineal gland or pituitary gland and your gut producing these these hormones. Serotonin is there to keep you awake and alert in in the daytime while the sun is up. And melatonin, as the sun starts going down, your body and your whole system is supposed to switch over to melatonin production to kind of get you into a restful state, get you into a sleepful state. Um, And sleeping in itself is five stages. And stage five is where you want to be every night. You want to get to that stage because that's where you rest, repair, recover, and connect to source. Now, even if you're taking sleeping tablets, you'll get to stage three if you're lucky. 
So you're zonked out, but you will not be resting properly. So it's very important that your body is producing melatonin and that you are sleeping properly and that you're getting to the stage of sleep every night. Um, now, these little things have become our worst nightmare because we're staring at them all day and all night. And there's a blue light that tricks the brain into thinking that it's still daytime and the body's still producing serotonin instead of melatonin. So we need to get our bodies back into the habits of producing melatonin. So screen time after 7 p.m. needs to be completely limited. Um, no stimulation, no bright lights, no, you know, just restful, calm environment after 7, 8 p.m. at night. There needs to be some sort of routine before we get into bed. Um, and the problem is most of us that are insomniacs, the first thing we do when we can't sleep is we pick up a phone. Which perpetuates the problem. Yeah. And if we're melatonin deficient, we're not sleeping. There is just a massive knock-on effect to our health. Mm-hmm. You are going to be somebody that struggles continuously with your immune system. You're going to struggle to lose weight. You're going to struggle. You're not going to have enough oxygen in your body. You're going to be tired all the time. Your skin's going to, you're going to see it on your skin. It's just, it's just massive knock-on effect to, to sleep, sleep deprivation. So again, it's a bit of a pandemic in our, in our, in our environments, in our world today is that we're constantly looking at screens and we're not producing melatonin. So it's one of the first things we do with our, with our treatment and protocols as well as try and get the melatonin production going again okay very very important sleep okay. underrated <laughs> no i'm learning i'm learning I'm, i love sleeping <laughs> i'm learning i don't um but i'm learning too and obviously because i work i work backwards so my 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 nighttime is work time and daytime is is not work time um i have invested in the blue glasses and the red glass and like all the glasses so that by the time i do go to bed at one two o'clock in the morning i'm ready to go to bed and now i'm not like super awake and alert wired like on my phone on tiktok till four um Everyone is going to want to get in touch with you. I, I feel like a lot of people are going to want to go, hi, hi, save me from myself. <laughs> Good. Where do we go? The easiest is just to go to the website, uh, greencathealth.com, um, and they can get in touch with me there um, or Green Cat Health um, on Facebook. And we've got a store in Cape Town and we have a store in Port Elizabeth and we're a store in St. Francis Bay, but you can shop online on our store. You can get help. You can uh, get information. You can book a consultation with me like this Zoom consultation. We can go through your health. Um, Yeah, just get in touch. Right. So uh, we're definitely doing that consultation. I will be in touch. Thank you for this. Awesome. This, this was Thank really, you so much. this was great. Um, and I'm, I'm going to revisit the, what was it? Sativa indica, sativa. You're more than likely used to an indica strain. So you maybe want to look at a sativa. Okay. It'll have a different effect on you. It'll have a different feeling. You'll feel different on a sativa strain. I shall report back. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. It's been great. Remember, you can catch the full video on xotv.me and you can meet us in kind of real life. Thanks to DJ Chuck for the music. You can catch him at www.chucksprosound.co.za. New episodes on Jackpot and XOTV every Monday. Love you.